For the week of Monday, September 21st, it's This Week in PPS. You are listening to the sounds of PPS Equity. Join the conversation at ppsequity.org. From the studios of New Deal Media, this is your host, Steve Raleigh. Thanks for joining us this week in PPS. On the calendar this week, the School Board's Finance, Audit, and Operations Committee meets Tuesday at 4 p.m. in the Willamette Conference Room at BESC, 501 North Dixon Street. The PPS Parent Union meets 6.30 Thursday evening at the Library at Concordia University, Northeast Decom and 27th. Parent Union organizers are preparing for their kickoff press conference October 9 at the Mallory Avenue Community Enrichment Center and their information fair October 10th at the Curious Comedy Club. In the news last week, Lincoln High School's head football coach and one of his assistants pleaded guilty to interfering with police and have been placed on paid leave by PPS pending a review of the situation. Maxine Bernstein writes in The Oregonian that Chad Carlson and Kyle Fairfax were ordered to do eight hours of community service by Tuesday in exchange for having their records wiped clean. Kim Melton reports in Saturday's Oregonian that this case triggers the first use of the district's new conduct code for coaches. District administrators will decide the fate of Carlson and Fairfax, as well as two other coaches present at the time of the incident. Before the Code of Conduct was instituted, principals had almost sole discretion in meeting out discipline. The ranks of homeless students in Oregon's schools have swelled by nearly 14% over last year. According to a report released by the Oregon Department of Education Friday, 3.8% of students in PPS were considered homeless, writes Amanda Ingram for Willamette Week. Beth Slovic covers last week's school board meeting and the school board's reaction to high school redesign plans presented by staff. David Wind complained that questions he had about the process in June all remain unanswered in September. On the PPS Equity blog last week, Bonnie Robb, winner of last year's prestigious Milken Family Foundation National Educator Award, writes about how Portland schools serving students with high rates of poverty struggle to fund the most basic curriculum enrichment, and how teachers frequently spend their own time writing grants, quote, so their disadvantaged students can experience a world outside of their neighborhood. Even with all this extra effort, students affected by poverty get far less of this kind of enrichment than students in wealthier schools. Last week's report on late opening for professional development drew conversation from readers, including parent Rose, whose children reported low attendance on the first early opening day. She writes that, quote, a lot of parents left kids the whole day with relatives, or worse, left them home alone all day because there was no transportation to school. The conversation began with district spokesman Matt Shelby pointing out that the late openings amount to an increase in instructional time and a reduction of professional development. Veteran teacher and former school board member Steve Buell argued for the abolition of even more professional development time in favor of instructional time, and Susan notes that the two-hour professional development days will make it difficult for staff to attend training outside of their buildings. Thanks for joining us this week in PPS. Join us on the blog at ppsequity.org. This has been a production of PPS Equity in association with New Deal Media.